Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts and perverts. Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast, and I am your slut next door. I am a taboo phone sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut who wants to talk about being a slut, kinks, fetishes, and all the dirty things that hide inside of our heads. Today, it is just me. I am going to celebrate the podcast as I just reached over 10,000 views total. Isn't that amazing? And I'm also going to speak about the online erotic porn community and what it's like to be an erotic audio porn creator. I want to thank my Patreon producers, L, Nick, Robert, Moondogger, Hale, Murder Cube, BR, Brent, Sarb, Patrick, and Landon. Your support is so appreciated. Do you want to support your favorite slut next door? Check out patreon.com slash the slut next door. One of the benefits to becoming a Patreon is hearing the uncensored after hours bonus episode. And this week I'm planning on just rambling about some YouTube and podcasts that I've been obsessed with recently and also give you details on a recent kink party I went to in real life. So without further ado, here's the episode. All right, so first let's celebrate that 10,000 view count on the podcast total. Um, I was kind of just looking out for that milestone. Uh, not, you know, it doesn't really mean anything significant. Uh, I was just kind of, you know, how you kind of look at milestones, you kind of create them yourself and 10,000 seemed like a seemed like a nice even number to hit. And so I've been watching it here closely and we are well over that number. So yay. Um, it's really crazy. I, (laughs) it's just crazy to me that I have a podcast. Um, I'm a lover of podcasts and I'm very proud to have this podcast. I feel like it kind of grew into something I wasn't expecting, Um, you know, because at first I thought it would just be a lot of me rambling for days and days (laughs) and hoping someone would want to listen to that. And something beautiful happened kind of uh, on its own. It kind of became a platform for other taboo creators. And that's really important to me being a taboo creator myself. Um, you know, we have on Katie Starling, Sloan's moans, mama Fiona, Jolie, Leon, Southern heat. Um, I think that's all the creators, the female creators, taboo creators, I think. Sorry if I miss someone, but, um, You know, it just, it's such an important thing for us taboo creators to have a platform because I'll be honest, it starts making me nervous the way 
the kind of porn world is going, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. They, you know, more and more tight rules have been happening. Um, you know, there's not many places to post taboo content. And it's very upsetting because I know for a fact many, many, many people enjoy taboo content. I'm a true lover of taboo myself, which I'm sure I've said a thousand times. Um, but, you know, that's also important to me in, in creating conversations where people aren't ashamed to like taboo content because here's the thing. If I'm to pick up a video game, and I don't know video games that well, but uh, ones where you go and shoot people. Or what's that one where you get uh, shoot? Grand Theft Auto. If, if I'm a fan of Grand Theft Auto, uh, you know, and I know there's shooting and like stealing cars and beating up hookers or whatever, um, just because I play that or if you play that does not mean that you want to go out and murder a bunch of people. You know, it's just, it just means you like to play something because it's fun is basically all that means. If I'm going to be a fan, which I am a fan of horror movies, you know, if I'm going to watch some slasher movies, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, you know, whatever, No Country for Old Men, uh, because I like those, it doesn't mean I'm a mass murderer, right? It just means I like watching that. It's the same thing with porn. And I don't know why we can't get to that point. You know, like if you're in your bedroom alone, jerking off or rubbing your pussy to something that doesn't mean <laughs> that, you know, that porn you're watching is who you are as a person. It just is something that feels good. Okay, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> it's just, oh, it, I feel passionate about these things. And so, you know, that's my point in bringing it up is that the slut next door has kind of brought these kind of conversations into, into view. And I'm happy. I'm happy to do that. And I hope here in the future, because I don't plan on stopping anytime soon, I hope that I can bring on more taboo content creators and give them a voice because I know that it's been, you know, a very positive experience for them and it's let people get to know them as people because man, the women that I've had on, my goodness, they are such queens and goddesses. So fascinating, so talented, just beautiful people. And I just want that for so many more taboo content creators. So yeah, it's, um, it's really a fun thing to know that the, the podcast is still, you know, a project that's going well for me and I'm going to just keep doing it. <laughs> I, I think that Maybe this summer, I'll take the summer off just to have a break from it and maybe call it when I start back up season two, <laughs> you know, um, 
because I think I started this in the fall of last year. I could be totally off base, but I should look that up when the year will be. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's been really fun and I hope you guys have, are enjoying it. That's, that's a big reason. Well, I mean, a big reason I started this too, is I just felt like I had so much to say about kink and fetish. Um, so yeah, I did start it for, for personal reasons, but another big reason is for you guys, you know, so I always like to hear what you guys want to hear about. I like to know who you want to have on. So as always, please reach out with those things. Um, so yeah, yay, 10,000 total views. So excited about that. <laughs> um, okay, so I wanted to kind of do a episode, if you will, on just general audio porn creation. And so I'll start that with my personal history and how I got started doing audios. So the very first, let me back up. The very first audio that I heard myself, I was on Pornhub one day and there's no telling what I was looking up, um, but whatever the search was, it brought me to an audio and I thought, well, that's weird. Like I'm on the porn site and I'm looking for porn, but it brought up audio. But I listened to it because it sounded, I liked his tags. And he is still going. I follow him on Twitter. Feel Good Filth is his name. And my goodness, I love him. I really should ask him on the pod. I should. Oh, I just got that idea. Why have I not thought of that before? Um, anyways. I listened to him and uh, I don't follow him like insanely. So I don't, I don't know if he's still doing this, but back then, I mean, and I feel like this was like years ago, uh, but back then it was a lot of, a lot of Dom sub type things. Um, and God, it was just really hot. It was really, really hot. I was very impressed and it was a, unique experience and I felt so passionately about it I noticed he had like a patreon link and I was like this close to uh I'm, I'm doing the small thing with my fingers I was that close to joining his patreon I mean that's how strongly I felt about it but um but yeah so that was the first audio I heard and I really didn't seek too much out from there I think you know, eventually, uh, or not eventually, sometimes I would go on Pornhub and just kind of look up his stuff because I know I liked it. But the first audio that I created was actually when I was selling panties. Because um, on the site that I used, there was, <laughs> I feel like the panty selling was like the least amount of things that happened there. It was all this other stuff like custom videos and <clears throat> phone sex and such. 
but I had got a request from a gentleman that wanted me to create an audio. And it was a very interesting audio. It's uh, a very niche fetish. It was a uh, cat fight. He's into cat fights. So he's into just hearing women um, argue with each other and talk shit and like almost get in a fight type of deal. Um, so what he had me do is I, I did several audios for him. Actually, I would record myself and I would act like I was on the other I was on the other line with a woman, which I wasn't. And I was just talking to her on the phone being like, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. Like he, that's what he wanted to hear. He wanted to hear that we were going to fight that, you know, I was mad and just talking shit. Right. And so then it would end with, um, I would do like some actual, he wanted to hear like I was getting in a fight, which was, it's pretty challenging. So like imagine me sitting in my bed and <laughs> and I was fighting uh this invisible person. So I would like pull my own hair and just there was a lot of like heavy breathing and uh, uh, you know like grunting. Like it's actually pretty erotic. Um but yeah, that so that was my first audio actually what was doing those for him. And I really enjoyed it. I remember I loved it because I felt like I was acting and it felt like something creative I was doing. Uh, so yeah. And then when I got into phone sex, uh, more audio creation happened. I did some femdom audios like for sissies and such. Um, and so, yeah, and that, that really didn't like go anywhere too far, but I definitely enjoyed it. And then let me think if there were any other ones, uh, from there, because, you know, the thing about phone sex sites is there's a lot of audio in that phone sex site, uh, because, you know, I, I would, I would say that a gentleman that utilizes phone sex, uh, really likes hearing things, you know, um, not saying he's not a visual person, but obviously hearing things is something for him. So audios, finding audios on a phone sex site is very common. So yeah, so I did do, I did do several for sure there, but then, then things really popped off for me when I got into pervert paradise and I started doing more taboo content type audios and you know, the funny thing is too, is I did not, I did not understand the power of my voice. It's that typical thing. Like Everybody doesn't like the sound of their own voice. I still don't like the sound of my own voice, but apparently you guys like it. And I just, I work with that now, <laughs> but I still like, even when I hear playback of my audio, I'm like, I don't really hear it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I still don't hear it. But anyways, um, I think that, I think that the, the success of my audio 
porn career, if you will, I think the success lies with two things. I think that it's the combination of my voice and my extremely filthy imagination. I think with those things combined, that would equal, you know, the success I've had with it. Um, and it's been great. I mean, making audios is my favorite, favorite thing to do. If I could spend all day, every day creating them, I'm happy as a peach or whatever. <laughs> I'm just, I'm pure. I'm just pure content doing that. And that's not to say I don't love doing phone sex. I do. I really do. And I think there's some power. I think there's power when, when you create audios and you also do phone sex, that, that creates even more of a connection because I will have people call me that are like, oh my gosh, I've listened to your audios for months. And it just is so, it's so weird hearing you, um, or talking to you live. It's, you know, so I think that creates a very unique connection there. Um, but I'll tell you my dream. This is my dream is that because I don't plan on stopping doing what I'm doing anytime soon. My dream would be to work on audios <clears throat> um, full time. I mean, every day, all day, and maybe take like one, maybe two days where I just do phone sex. That is my dream. Um, phone sex, it just takes a lot of your time. I mean, like if you're doing a true, you know, day, a work day, if you will, of phone sex, you're you're talking all damn day and it's very mentally, it's very mentally draining. You have to be mentally on and mentally sharp. Uh, so yeah. And so I find myself feeling like, oh my gosh, this phone sex is, this phone sex is taking away from my audio creations. And that's when I realized when I recognized my internal dialogue, I, I was like, I really enjoy making audios. Like, a lot. <laughs> um, but for me, it's, I never considered myself an actress. I, you know, I never did any acting things. Um, there's something about the acting that I love. Like I love role playing and becoming another person. And I love how it's like this imaginary fantasy world where anything can happen. Um, I love talking about sex. <laughs> I love being seductive. You know, there's just so many things I love about it. And <clears throat> yeah, it's just, yeah. And so I'm the type too that I will, I will do scripts, but I typically don't uh, pull them for myself. I'll do script fills, which is when someone says, when someone comes to me and says, Hey, can I pay you to do this script? Yeah, sure. I'll perform it and boom. And that's fine. I, I do great with scripts, especially if they're super well done. Um, so easy to do. I love doing them, but if I'm creating like 
things that I put out publicly or uh, doing a commission for someone, which is when someone comes to me with just a basic prompt or premise, uh, I will write out or improv. So there's some, especially if it's a very um, in-depth plot um, and it's a very heavy plot, I personally enjoy to write out my own script. Uh, for one, I enjoy writing. It's very relaxing to me. Um, I find a lot of joy in it. And I know I've always been into creative writing uh, since I was a kid. And so, and so, yeah, and I, so it, it takes up a lot of time, especially considering that I know I can improv. But I will say that better things come out of my mind when I sit down and write. Where improv, it's still going to be great. I know it is. So I'm not saying I'm terrible at it. But, you know, especially if someone's paying me to create a story, I want it to be magnificent. <laughs> you know, so I want to sit down and try to bring things out of my mind that I wouldn't think about if I was just rambling and improving about it. <clears throat> so typically, I would say majority of my audios are original content straight from my crazy head. <laughs> and that's fun too. It's like a creative journey. Um, and yeah. I mean, I just, I love, I love erotic audio porn. I love it. I love it, love it. And, um, yeah, that's all I got to say about my audio journey. So, oh, let me say this other thing too. Um, I did last year. So maybe half a year ago, six months ago. I decided to post in Gone Wild Audio. I had never posted there. I knew about it because um, I've always kind of had my finger in Reddit porn for my own personal consumption. So I knew it was there, but I, I never really um, used it or consumed it. And um, eventually, and a fellow creator kind of talked me into it. Cause at first I was like, meh, you know, I just, I just had a feeling those weren't my people. I'm, I'm more extreme. Uh, you know, I know I have content that I make that isn't as extreme that can go in gone wild audio, but I just figured what the heck I'll go there. I'll post. And I looked around and I posted some some other things like some kind of femdom things but I looked around and I saw okay so I see there's some other audios here that are like dom sub submissive slut you know self-degradation even I thought okay I can post my misogyny stuff here so I posted it and my goodness I had the biggest, the biggest uproar from not, and let me start by, let me start with the good stuff. So 
some bad stuff happened. And I will say the Gone Wild audio moderators were great. They tried, well, they did shut the shit down from, from the haters. And they were just like, Hey, this girl posted, she's clearly tagged her audio. Um, if you don't like it, don't listen to it and move on. I mean, they were very supportive. I will absolutely sing their praise on that. But these other ones, they were other women and they were just awful. They kept saying, stand up and saying that I must have mental issues that, you know, just totally hating on my content and saying something was wrong with me for creating misogyny, fetish, and role play. And it really pissed me off because for one, I know people aren't going to love all my stuff. That's fine. I don't need everyone to love it. But don't come on my post, which is my artistic creation. And for one, you're kink shaming me <laughs> is what you're doing because I, I'm one of the most independent and strongest women you might meet if you know me intimately. Um, I don't have a male partner. I could spend the rest of my life without a male partner, without a partner, period, and be totally happy because I am so independent. Um, I mean, look at this shit I do. Like, I feel like I've started so much stuff from nothing. I'm so pro-woman. I love being a woman. I love women. You know, it just... So sometimes... I do watch misogyny porn because it turns me on. It turns me on extremely. I mean, hell, it turns me on to be dominant to submissive men. You know, I will so uh, humiliate the fuck out of a man when I have consent. But sometimes when I'm by myself, I like to watch misogyny porn it turns me on. I don't know why. I don't think about the whys too much. I just know it turns me on and I don't give a shit, you know? Um, so yeah, I make misogyny content because when I make my content, I like for it to turn me on at the same time. And so, yeah, I just had these terrible, terrible women just coming at me saying what I was doing was wrong. And it, it was so bad that I got some message from Reddit. Um, I guess you can like report someone if you think they're suicidal. So I got these messages from Reddit that were telling me where to get help. You know, if I was thinking about killing myself, I'm like, this is, this is nuts. This is nuts. And they wouldn't leave me alone. They wouldn't drop it. In fact, I found out there's this whole other subreddit where these bitches get together and they talk about voice actors. And I guess some of it's good, but of course, you know, it's Reddit. 
So they're going to talk shit too. So they're talking shit about me there. And it's like, you know what? Just leave me the fuck alone. You know, this is within rules. This is within the rules. I made sure I read every word of their rules. And if you don't fucking like it, move the fuck on, (laughs) you know, and don't kink shame me. Do not even. So yeah, it really, it, it was very upsetting. Um, and it gave me a very bad taste in my mouth about the overall community. Um, I don't know if they were voice actors or just consumers, but you know, it, it made me feel like, well, it validated because I already had the feeling that Gone Wild Audio was not my place. Uh, because I did have, I did kind of have a preconceived notion that it was kind of an immature community. Um, so yeah, so that, (laughs) that was quite the experience. Um, and yeah, that's my, that's my audio journey. That's where I've been. Um, it's been, (laughs) it's been a really fun ride except for the gone wild audio experience. Um, and it's something I won't stop doing because I love, I love creating, uh, what I do now recently I have observed some things from uh, the online audio porn, uh, world. And you know, it has to do without getting into specifics because this will never be like a gossip corner, but, um, I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of girls and men that start in Gone Wild Audio and they really do a good job for themselves. You know, it becomes something, lucrative and successful for them. And that's fantastic. I want nothing but success for anyone that's trying to do anything. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's important or not, but, um, I feel like there is this, and this is from observation. Okay. I feel like there is some, some idea that Gone Wild Audio is, the only community ever to do audios and what they say as a community goes, that those are the rules. No, <laughs> they are not the rules. That is just one community and you have your own rules there and that, that's great. Um, but th- there are many, many women that I've seen that are just PSOs that are very well known, that haven't even touched foot in Gone Wild Audio. I'm sure there's plenty of creators on YouTube. No, that's not, you know, really explicit content, but I'm sure, I'm positive there's people that don't even go into Reddit and are successful on YouTube. So it it really kind of has bugged me bugged me enough to say it here on the podcast that the online audio porn world is a lot more vast than Gone Wild Audio. 
And it was just things I was seeing like, you know, that's, that's not how audio porn works, <laughs> you know, thing, things like that. Okay. Well, you're not the God and goddesses of audio porn. I'm sorry to tell you, but you're not. You may be in Godwad Audio. That's great for you, but stay there and don't assume that everyone else is there as well. I, as a creator, because I still post on Reddit every now and now and then, and I do get um, some really good feedback from consumers of of audios, and I'll continue doing that because you know it it may gain me some followers and fans that I appreciate, but it will never be a community that I totally put all my eggs in because I feel like it's a very judgmental community and it's very immature. I'll just say this. (laughs) If you post uh, a cuckold audio there, it immediately gets downvoted. And I started um, hearing that people there consider cuckold taboo. Let that sink in. Cuckold being taboo. Like what? What? Cuckold is not taboo. That is not a taboo kink. And I feel like these people get stuck in that world and it's like they don't understand that a whole nother like a huge world of fetish and kink lives outside of there um so yeah it's that has definitely happened like I'll and also why is the downvote even there that's that's my other question why downvote like when people create something whether it be audio, porn, video, even just regular art. Um, yeah, I, if you're an intelligent, if you have basic sense, you know that not everyone's going to like your shit. That's fine. But like, why do we have to quantify <laughs> the people that don't like it? That's my big question. Anyways, um, but yeah, you can post a cuckold there and it gets downvoted like a tremendous amount. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't understand that. I really don't. I don't understand it. And like, um, I think it was the episode previous to this one or maybe two before this one. I talked to Priest of Aphrodite, a male creator that started on Gone Wild Audio. And it was really like gross and concerning that, you know, there was a time where they saw an influx of underage consumers on there. And, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of what I get when I go there. It's like this very immature, immature vibe. And the more I talk about it, actually, the more I don't want to be there. That's interesting. (laughs) anyways uh yeah so I'll just wrap this up by saying you know if if maybe you're a audio porn creator or 
you may be interested in it, uh, consider there are so many more avenues to spread your work, your hard work, you know, something that you worked on and you put your creativity into it. There's so many more places to post other than that place. Um, you know, kudos to the people that post there and it's really lucrative and successful for them. That's super great. And I'm happy for you, but, um, you know, my personal opinion, it's just a very immature place. Um, you know, we all know Reddit is like that in general. So <laughs> Reddit in general gives me a really bad taste in my mouth. Um, and I experienced that for sure being a, being a user on there. So, uh, yeah, audio porn, what makes it so great is that, you know, and I'm thinking back, not, not only on the things I create, but when I consumed the little bit I did from feel good filth, um, what I liked about his, as I liked his pacing as in, you know, he started slow and then he would get more heated and you could hear in his voice like really masculine grunts and groans and those really do it for me. And so that's the thing with audio porn. You have to stimulate the mind somehow. And like, I'll say it, I've gotten feedback from people that say, you know, my audios, it makes me feel like I'm there. It makes me like you'd so like paint the, the scene in my head. And I think that's because when I sit down to create a story, I'm playing it out in my mind, like a movie. And so I try to include what is being seen, what's being heard, um, smells, if that makes sense, touches, you know, you have to simulate the senses and the pacing is also just super, super crucial because when I feel like when you get to the end, when you're trying to help someone climax, you have to, your voice has to match the actions. And so what I mean by that, so if I'm Let's just say I'm doing a basic audio on having sex, right? So you start with floor play and it's, you know, it's very slow and sensual and slow, like seductive and, you know, whatever. But when you get into the fucking part, <clears throat> your voice has to really kind of speed up to match the energy. So like if you're having really good sex, you're going to start talking like this and just, and then that also just put a little, um, what do I call that? I don't know what to call it. Um, I changed my voice to where it just is a little moany and breathy and yes. And then I'm just going to keep talking like this and I'm like talking like this until I make you come. Yes, you're going to come. So do you see like it, it's the energy and the in the voice. I felt like that probably sounded silly, but, um, but that's audio porn. And I recognize that when I first listened to feel good filth is that towards the end, he started getting really grunty and groaning and that worked for me. 
(laughs) So not that I grunt and groan because I guess that could be sexy from a woman, but, um, you know, I just, I try to match the, the speed of my voice to the action, because if I'm talking about, you know, you fucking me very hard and I'm talking at this pace, like, yes, fuck me deeper. Fuck me so much deeper. (laughs) What? You have to, you know, you have to, that's a very intense moment when you're like, fuck me deeper, please fuck me deeper. (laughs) And the thing I always like to share is when I'm making audios, I look like a extreme idiot. I'm sure when, (laughs) when this how the realization that I look stupid came in a really funny moment. So I was doing this audio. I'm going to preface this by saying like, just don't even ask why I was doing this, but I was doing an audio where I was this woman like giving birth. And so I just like noticed (laughs) because this was something natural I was doing, which was interesting. Um, I noticed I was in my chair and I had my legs spread like a woman giving birth. And I was just like laughing at myself because I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Why? Why do I have my legs like that? And then I realized I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, this is this is my craft. Like when I am, you know, telling stories and doing action or like talking about actions in the story, I'm typically doing it with my body. So like in an audio, if I'm talking about a hand job or you jerking off, I'm like moving my hand, like I'm jerking off a cock or I was, (laughs) this is another funny, funny story. Um, I did an audio where, uh, let me think. There was, yeah, I was, the audio was, I was like fucking myself with a dildo or maybe it was someone was fucking me. Anyways, you know, one of those things was happening and, um, one of the, a gentleman had told me, was just giving me compliments on the audio and he was like, you know, what was so hot is you sounded like you were getting fucked. And I was like, well, I mean, technically, like, because he said there was like shakiness in my voice. And I said, well, technically, like, I wasn't fucking myself, but I did have like my fist closed and I was like punching myself. (laughs) That sounds ridiculous, but this is what was happening. I was like, you know, um, doing the motions like I was fucking myself, but I, because I wasn't and I had pants on, it looked like probably I was punching myself between my legs. (laughs) And so, you know, I do that because I, I do understand that when I do those actions, like it comes out in my voice. So like he said, he heard this shakiness in my voice. Um, if I am, in the audio, if I'm like riding a cock, like I bounce in my seat like this. And so it gives me the sound in my voice where I'm bouncing. Um, I think that's really important in audio porn. 
you know, because you want to bring them there. Um, yeah. So I'm always like, I probably, I would be so embarrassed to do audios in front of someone. (laughs) I would be so embarrassed because another thing is I, I, when I talk, I'm moving, like I'm moving my neck and because have you ever seen videos of like actual professional, um, actors doing cartoon voiceovers, like they look crazy too. Um, so I just think if you're a good voice actor or actress, you're going to like move your body and look really weird. Um, (laughs) so yeah. And I think another thing that works with audio porn is I know because I've heard guys tell me they can hear when I'm turned on. They can hear through your bullshit. Like if you're just faking being turned on, it's not going to sound genuine because something happens in our voice when we get turned on. And I know that comes across in audios and For me, being a lover of taboo myself, uh, when I make audios, I am always turned on because I'm turned on by things I'm not supposed to say. And, you know, and I know that guys hear that and that's always hot for them because, listen, you can, you know, as in phone sex or audio porn or even making a video, you can pretend all you want, but ultimately, uh, the, the guys are only going to be into it if you're into it. Like they don't want to talk to someone or listen to someone that's just going through the motions because they're supposed to, um, they get something out of it if you're turned on as well. And that's why I think I disappoint a lot of guys when I tell them I typically don't masturbate when I do fun sex. Um, and okay. So the arousal in my voice is a big reason why. Um, and also when I masturbate and come, I get really lazy. Like I just want to like be chill and everything. But like if I spend all day working, doing phone sex, creating audios, oh my God, I am like buzzing with arousal. I am high on life. (laughs) And that's another reason I don't like to masturbate when I do fun sex. Um, but I, but I do tell them, I'm like, I promise you, I am turned on. Like my panties are soaking wet, like majority of the time. So don't worry about that. It's just when I masturbate for one, my, I turn into like a brainless slut Um, and I get very moany, I moan a lot. And when I try to speak, it just sounds dumb. (laughs) I turn into a dumb brainless slut. Um, but it's true. And I'm more of a, I'm going to fuck you mentally type of, uh, creator. So yeah. So I need my mind to be sharp and not be distracted by rubbing my pussy. Um, So yeah, uh, let me think. I think that covers everything I wanted to say about audio creation. I think it does. So I'll wrap this up then. I hope you enjoyed this um, 
episode is kind of all over the place, but I feel like it's been a really long time since I've had a solo episode. It's, it's been a long time. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for listening to the slot next door. Yay. We reached 10,000 views. Uh, follow me on Twitter to stay up to date and interact with me. Like I want to hear the things that you want to hear on this podcast, or I want to hear if you want to suggest someone on the podcast. I also have a, um, discord for the podcast as well, but you can find me at the slut next door, um, at, at slut underscore next underscore door. And don't forget my Patreon supporting me helps me keep doing the things that I love like this podcast. So until next time, goodbye perverts.